I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Number three, Visa's primetime action from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Adam Candy, who's filling in for Matt Brown the rest of the week. Daniel Alvari and Kelly Bidlin. Fields of Dreams game. They're in uh, Dyersville, Iowa. White Sox seven, Yankees three. They're in the fifth now. Uh, we just mentioned uh, Washington and football. Seven to six lead at the half over the Patriots. Kelly, what else you got? The uh, Eagles score? Yeah, we got uh, that is at the half. Eagles 16, Steelers 7. Uh, so a little bit of a high-scoring affair here in the, hmm. uh, in the preseason. Uh, live numbers, Eagles 8.5 and, and 40.5 and is the live total. Uh, Washington and the Patriots at the half. Washington leading 7-6 in that game. Um, let's see. Live numbers up for that. Washington minus 1.5 and, and 28.5. And is the uh, live total uh, in the one baseball game that we have going on field of dreams game white Sox up on the Yankees seven to three bottom of the fifth if you wanted to get in live on the Yankees and get 12 to one 14 and a half is the live total and the Celtics summer league team is beating the magic summer league team by 32 points towards the end of the third quarter so hope you have the uh, Celtics in that one bettable three more baseball games to come a little more than a half hour from now in Anaheim Shohei Otani is a home dog 
against the Toronto Blue Jays and Jose Barrios. Uh, Baby Jays are minus, uh, let's call them minus 139 consensus favorites in that one. Let's call them minus 140 because that's what we have on the screen here. Uh, that one's starting at 9.38 p.m. Eastern, 6.38 Pacific. A couple minutes after that in, at Arizona, you Darvish and the Padres. Uh, boy, oh, boy, once again, Padres got to get it together. Minus two. 35 favorites on the road against the D-backs, Darvish against Widener, and then Colorado at San Francisco. The the disrespected San Francisco Giants in those World Series exact outcome props that were offered by BetMGM. Uh, it's Marquez against Webb with the Gigantes minus 195 home favorites in that one. A little light on that nine uh, with Arizona and San Diego in part because I think we're giving a little bit too much respect to you, Darvish, who has not been quite the same since that hip injury and since coming back off the IL. You, uh, Darvish, in his last six starts, allowed 10 home runs, seven of them coming in his last four. Uh, Taylor Widener has been nothing but bad for the Diamondbacks uh, thus far, so... Haven't played it. Uh, might take another look on the break at uh, the nine as the total on that yeah, one. Yeah, so this is, see, this is, uh, and this from a side perspective, it's what I what I started talking about yesterday, and then again at the top of this show is, is San Diego part of a, a brain dead money line parlay, or if your if your numbers say the Diamondbacks have value, do you dare make that wager and have to live through that bet? Absolutely not, and that's yeah. why I wouldn't get involved sidewise yeah. in this thing one way or the other. But in terms of a total. Uh, that certainly feels more comfortable to me than playing a side. If my numbers would say, oh, the Diamondbacks are decent value, no, I, I don't want to live through that. Daniela, your, your, pardon me, your Connecticut uh, Seattle Sunstorm game begins here momentarily. And uh, refresh uh, our memories, your bets on these. You're on the over, I know. Yes, and I took Storm Moneyline at plus 105. Uh, the Sun are favored minus one and a half. And I figured instead of taking plus one and a half with the Storm, I'll just jump on the money line. Yeah, and I don't know if my tennis uh, match is going to get underway. A little uh, rain in Montreal right now as all the action suspended. Uh, before we get to Chris Felica, talk college football. Think college football, but emphasis on the Big 12. Kelly, uh, the first text I sent this morning, and because I get ready for the radio show, I wake up at 5 in the morning, and then I get ready for, for the show. So I know when I text Kelly, Kelly is fast asleep. But oh, yeah. uh, you and Reed Fowler, we'll talk golf odds, updated golf odds at the Wyndham Championship later, but you and Reed Fowler both had Brian Stewart. You had 170-1 to 1 to win this tournament. And when I got here this morning, Stewart was in solo possession of the lead, and I, all I did was text you, Stewart, exclamation point. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was kind of a tough golf day because I had a first round leader bet on him too at a hundred to one. Oh, and he had he had that lead, went out and do- double bogeyed on seventeen to drop back to five under. Oh. Now Russell Henley finished the day at eight under, but in in, in golf betting, the what ifs are are just more so than almost any other sport you could bet. Cause it's, Oh, what if he didn't double bogey? If he just parted there, then a birdie, he gets him a eight under and one of those final two holes. So yeah, that was tough. And then, um, yeah, Ryan armor, who I really liked. Yeah. Ryan armor, me and you got me and you got problems going forward, buddy. You got, he's four over par. Four uh, over. As it turns out, Brian Stewart ends up three strokes behind the leader, Russell Henry, who's uh, two strokes clear of everybody after the first round of the Wyndham Championship. And uh, Will Zalatoris, who needs to win this tournament uh, to qualify for the FedEx Cup. Where did Will Zalatoris end up? Did I, did, I, uh, did I not find him scrolling? It's Gil Alexander, Adam Candy, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's primetime action from the South Point. How far back did Zalatoris finish? I don't even find him. Zalatoris, 200. 
two under. Okay, well, he's six back. He's got to make up some ground. There are Twitter handles. I'm at beating the book. Adam Candy, double E at the end. Danielle Alvari, A-L-V-A-R-I, and Kelly E-Y Vison. Let's bring him in. He is the glue that holds college game day together at ESPN. One of the best things that ESPN does, if not the best college game day. Uh, he's also half of the Stand for Steve and the Bear podcast. They just put out their debut college football betting uh, episode of the season a really good listen and of course he's part of the daily wager team on espn too they're monday through friday it's the bear chris felica on camera how you doing chris i'm i'm, I'm doing okay just uh sitting here listening to the uh, the golf escapades there it was weird there were a couple of weird scores today like like webb simpson double bogeyed his first hole and then i think finished like three under uh the chasing i think had like, had like a seven on a par five or something like just some weird uh holes and scores there today do you get excited about betting the fedex cup starting next week is that something you partake in no it doesn't that the, the individual tournaments yes but the actual FedEx Cup title? No, not really. We've had discussions about that too, in terms of trying to figure it out in terms of who needs to to win and and uh, the best possible way to go about doing it. But it just just seems like a uh, an exercise in futility to me. Let's talk some Big Twelve football because we're trying to get mm-hmm. through all the Power Five conferences. We'll actually some ask some more macro college uh, football questions here in a bit. But uh, Big Twelve, obviously. Oklahoma rules the roost perennially. No different this year with Spencer Rattler, the Heisman short shot uh, under center now for Oklahoma. Iowa State, a team uh, that some people are giving a lot of uh, juice to and maybe some hope to win this, is the second shot. By the way, Oklahoma minus 180 to win the Big 12. Iowa State at plus 290 uh, per the numbers at DraftKings. I'm curious about Texas. Uh, this is the Steve Sarkeesian era beginning. Uh, Sam Ellinger is not back. He is now an Indianapolis Colt. But Sark does get a lot of players back here for the Longhorns. Their season win totals at eight. They're plus 750, as I mentioned, to win the conference. What is your overall, whether it's a bet on one of those or not, what's your overall standpoint on Texas this year? What, what's different? This time around, oh, Tom Herman, he was going to be different. Charlie Strong, he was going to be different. It's the same thing. Uh, what do they say about insanity? Uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's the same thing right now. Uh, and, and maybe Sark will, will in the, uh, the staff that he has uh, assembled will ultimately prove to be different. But uh, this is a team since 2009, which I think has won nine games in the regular season once. Um, it, it's a team that I think uh, is lacking some uh, players on the perimeter right now. If I have to go through another year hearing about how great Jordan Whittington is going to be uh, before he gets hurt in the second game of the year, uh, I'm going to pull whatever hair I have left out of my head. But, but I, I think it's, it's a tough situation for Stark to step into because uh, we, we've seen highly thought of coaches and recruiters fail with all of the things going on outside externally, uh, the Texas program that you need to deal with. Uh, I know people are not really willing to give Sark some chances, but at the same time, they report how he failed at Washington or he failed at USC. But you need to look at what he inherited at Washington. Uh, the situation there was uh, they, they were coming off with some brutal years. So uh, I, I think what he learned at Alabama under uh, Nick Saban is great. I think his offense uh, was great, but at the same time, you had Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and John Mitchie, uh, Irv Smith, and Embarrassment of Riches uh, there, and you do not have that right now with Texas, obviously, you've got a great back in B. John Robinson, but but I would be under 
the season went all over Texas again. They get the wrong games uh, away from home. They get TCU away from home. You know, Iowa State away from home. They get West Virginia away from home. Baylor is away from home. So all, all, all of those games that potentially would be 50-50, potentially winnable games in Austin, they're on the road. So I would be, uh, I would be an under on the Longhorns this year. Well, let's go and talk about the opposite kind of program that does not have the pedigree, but has had more of the results lately in Iowa State. Um, Boy, there are a lot of expectations in Ames this year. Uh, Nine wins is the total. Chris, I I can't get myself there with what I've seen from Brock Purdy in the last couple of years. Am I being too hard on the guy, or do you think he can get back to more of what he was in his first year plus uh, for the Cyclones? No, no, I don't think you're being too hard on the guy. I still have nightmares about the uh, the Big 12 ticket I had uh, to win the conference and that he didn't, the, the interception at the end of the Big 12 championship game, just throw it out of the end zone. But but I, I think this is a team that is a contender. Uh, they've got a ton of ranked wins over the last few years. Uh, uh, they've beaten Oklahoma a couple of times, including in Norman. They nearly beat him two years ago. Uh, in Norman, uh, it came down to a two-point conversion. They've got a bunch of guys coming back. It's a senior-laden class. Yeah, there are expectations, and certainly, like you were saying, sometimes it's different uh, when now you're a team that has had zero expectations forever, and now people, you're right, seventh, I think it is, uh, in the coaches' poll. My one concern is that people are on Iowa State a year late. I kind of got mocked and laughed at last year for suggesting Iowa State was kind of a dark horse sleeper potentially make the playoff and there they were uh 20 yards away from winning the big 12 and uh uh, they wouldn't have made the playoff but they would have won the big 12 so uh what happens if they lose to iowa to start the year matt campbell had they haven't beaten the the hawkeyes uh in his tenure what what would happen with a a home loss to iowa really send them uh, their season into a tailspin but but i like iowa state i think defensively with mcdonald on the defensive line with iceworth in the secondary mike rose at linebacker uh, they, they, they're they happy to beat you one of two ways. If you want to go up and down and score and play 52-48 like they did or whatever it was in, uh, in Norman a couple of years ago, fine. But uh, they're perfectly content going second and six, third and two, first down, move the chain, 43 minutes time of possession, and just kind of bludgeon you to with, a, uh, with like a 23-10 win. They can do that as well. Uh, coaches love this team. Uh, they, they love the way Matt Campbell has built them. I like Iowa State, and I think they're right there uh, with Oklahoma in terms of the Big 12. Uh, Chris, we, uh, we, we've talked Big 12 football with a couple other guys, maybe even a few other guys, and the single biggest sort of consensus opinion, and I'm curious if you're on board with this or not, uh, if we go down the list a little more, is Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, who have their season win total at five, uh, and the consensus seems to be an over with Tyler Sugar at, at uh, quarterback, the Oregon transfer, who people have a lot of buzz about, uh, expect big things. Are you on board with the uh, with the Red Raiders? They do have, you know, they they do get Oklahoma and Texas on the road. There are definitely some hurdles on this schedule. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. How do you feel about them? I'm kind of indifferent towards Tech. I, I think the uh, uh, there were some calls from Matt Wells that obviously to shake up the staff, and he did bringing in Sonny Cumbie to to be the coordinator. I, I just don't know where they fit right now. They kind of transition to a team that Wells had uh, at Utah State, and now they're kind of getting back to that air raid kind of mentality there. Uh, I, I I can't see a winning season really for them. Maybe they get to the six and six. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of indifferent on the uh, the Red Raiders. I really don't see them as a uh, an upper echelon team. I, I think they're in that 
that lower third kind of right there with Kansas State, Baylor, Texas Tech, they're all kind of the uh, – same team to me but, but by the way i just need to share a quick uh text that uh just just came in for me please uh, it's just a little little little, little one line one little one line blurb just popped up on my screen from uh from a gentleman by the name of Kirk curve street and it's ironic that we're talking big 12 it's just a one line look out for tcu and it's oh. funny because yeah I, I kind of agree with them because he, uh gary patterson's team has a lot of skill back uh at the wide receiver position potentially as deep as they've been since that 2014 team that nearly made the playoff. Uh, if Max Duggan can be healthy, uh, a quarterback, uh, TCU is a team that you, you, I know you like to talk about uh, variance and, and regression in, in certain like one possession games. TCU has lost a ton of one possession games the last few years. Ultimately, at some point, you would think that they're going to be on the positive side of those results. You know Gary Patterson's defense uh, is going to be one of the best in the conference again. So the TCU, if, if you're looking for uh, someone outside of Oklahoma or Iowa State to potentially reach or win the Big 12, I think TCU would probably be third in line and the, ne- the next team in line uh, outside of Iowa State and Oklahoma. Kirk clearly watching the program, Chris. I think we can all agree absolutely tuning in from the tuning in from Ohio. Tuning in from Ohio. Well, like you haven't gotten all the way down the Big Twelve slate here and not mentioned Oklahoma, have we? Uh, apparently, we have. We haven't gotten to the Sooners yet. Uh, talking Big Twelve, and look, the expectations are clear. We know, um, you know, we know what Spencer Rattler's hype is, et cetera, et cetera. As a holistic team, when you look at them in comparison to Alabama, to Clemson, to Georgia, do you see a contender of the same ilk? I don't. Uh, I, I think it, obviously they have uh, Heisman front runner and Rattler, who Gil and I actually discussed this morning uh, uh, about that. And I don't see him as the same type of player or Heisman favorite uh, like Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray. Uh, this is a team last year that was an overtime period away uh, from being one and three before they pulled that Red River game out against Texas. And they kind of caught uh, the little bit of the soft underbelly of the Big 12 and, and got hot and made the Big 12 championship game and won it. Uh, and I think people are still remembering what they did to Florida in the bowl game, that Gator team that had everybody sitting out, their season ended after the SEC championship, lost to Alabama in terms of what Dan Mullen's thought process was. And I think people remember how great they were in that game and are forgetting that some of the warts I think that this team might have. I think there's some questions at receiver outside of Mims. Uh, I think running back, obviously getting Kennedy Brooks back and uh, Gray transferring in from Tennessee. I think uh, those are benefits. We'll see if the defense is real, uh, that all of the linebackers are back. Winfrey is uh, is a stud on the defensive line, but I, I don't know where they're going to be in the secondary. We'll see if Alex Grinch can get this team ready to go. But in terms of like a win total, uh, it's well, uh, I'd be willing to play under on Oklahoma. Uh, all it's going to take is, uh, uh, look, the, the Texas games have been close the last few years. As I just mentioned, they nearly could have lost to them last year. So that's a close game. The Iowa State game is, is going to be a tough game. The TCU game will be a close game. Uh, like, like they, they are, they, they brought, they've lost more games, I think. It's like a 16, 17-point favorite the last few years uh, than anybody in the country. So they are very capable uh, of throwing in a clunker every now and then. So I do not view Oklahoma as a national championship contender like we would Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and even Georgia for a second. And your Heisman pick, just to uh, to let the night audience know here on primetime action, your Heisman pick right now and bet would be? 
Yeah, I, I, as we discussed, I bet Sam Howell already, um, and, and I got him 15 to 1 um, out there. And, and the, w- the way I was uh, thinking about this was if North Carolina reaches the ACC championship game and they happen to beat Clemson and they're 12 and 1, Sam Howell's going to win the Heisman Trophy. And at the same time, Clem- uh, North Carolina will not be plus 1,400, plus 1,500 on the money line against Clemson in that game. Uh, the Tar Heels, I think. People are kind of sleeping on their talent. Uh, the team that was on the field in the Orange Bowl was pretty darn good last year. I think Josh Downs uh, is a name that you're going to want to remember. At wide receiver, he's kind of a do-it-all kind of guy. Um, they may be an underdog once at Notre Dame during the course of the year. So I, I think the, the the pieces and the schedule is in place for North Carolina to have a really good year. And I figured 15-1 to is worth a shot. We've spent a lot of time looking at both week zero and week one, Chris, and uh, let's get to the game that I know everyone is paying the most attention to and talk about Clemson and Georgia, because I feel like we have so many questions that we can answer about these two teams in week one that, of course, we're going to overreact to all of them. Uh, But what are you most looking forward to seeing in that game? Well, I thought you were going to say the game where everyone was looking forward to was uh, South Alabama Southern Miss. Well, that's just us. I thought it was going to go there, too. (laughs) You just kind of threw me a curveball there. But I am really looking forward to what the the Georgia offense is going to look like uh, without George Pickens on the field. Uh, I think with Arian Smith and Blaylock and Karis Jackson, some of the guys, uh, as well as Darnell Washington, the big tight end, uh, Eric Gilbert, the, uh, the tight end hybrid type of guy like Kyle Pitts, uh, who transferred back from LSU. Uh, I think the Georgia offense has a ton of weapons. I think we've seen Clemson struggle in coverage. Obviously, uh, they got torched by Justin Fields and Alave and Garrett Wilson in the uh, national cha- semifinal last year. Uh, what is What does uh, Brett Venables do to kind of offset that? Uh, they, they lose some guys in the secondary. And at the same time, obviously, I think people want to see what, what the Clemson offense will look like as well. Uh, with D.J. Oyungle taking over for, for, for sure now. We saw a glimpse of what he could do uh, against Notre Dame. Justin Ross obviously is back. But I, I am really most curious about the how the Georgia Georgia offense and, and Munkin will attack uh, that Clemson defense, which uh, against some of the bigger name opponents that they faced has shown a propensity to, uh, to give up some big plays. Boy, this kid uh, from Michigan, Norton, is just drilling every field goal attempt he gets in this game. He's three for three now, nine, seven Patriots against Washington. Last thing, we only have a minute left, Chris, actually 45 seconds. You did. You and Stanford Steve gave away a whole bunch of season wins on the pod the other day. We went through a few this morning. Let me give one out uh, here from you. Uh, for for this audience, UL Monroe under one and a half. <laughs> Do tell. I, I think I, weird hire at head coach Terry Bowden. Uh, it's a team I think that last year had one game decided by less than 18 points. Uh, this is a total year zero. Uh, defense is terrible. The quarterback might be Rich Rodriguez's son, who is the offensive coordinator now. Uh, They play Jackson State and and Deion Sanders uh, in the opener. Maybe they beat them. But outside of that, I don't see a win on the schedule. And I think it's going to be a long year for you all, Monroe, who a couple of years ago uh, nearly won a game in Tallahassee made a ball game. We didn't think we'd be here giving out a UL Monroe uh, season win total, but here we are doing so. Under one and a half from Chris Felica the Bear. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it as always. You're welcome. Take care, everybody. You too. Uh, good to see him on camera as well, Kelly. See, you're you're successful at getting him on camera. We're unsuccessful in the mornings doing that.
oh, uh, you know, just producer to producer, we're able to have a conversation, you know, it's just, <laughs> just, just a deeper connection. I understand. Brett Gardner solo shot does put everybody over now in this uh, ballgame, 7-4, and the Yankees have the bases juiced in Dyersville, Iowa. We'll update it next and uh, see how Danielle's WNBA bets are going. It's VEASAN's primetime action. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you love live in-game action like we do here on Primetime Action, then download the free Odds Trader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Gil. Danielle, thank you. If, if people don't think Danielle sweats her bets, uh, we're sitting here uh, <laughs> in the break, and all of a sudden we hear from the corner, why are you shooting mid-range jumpers? Why? Why are we shooting mid-range jumpers? Uh, it's, it's a great question, Danielle. I want it on a T-shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> we. Basketball, we talk in this show. I don't want any mid-range jumpers. Why are we doing that? Take it to the basket or shoot a three. Is it not going well for your bets early? Is that what we're, we're hearing? Uh, I'm confused because I also have that contest going on and it's tracking like how they happen. And the first bet that's already like been decided was who's going to score the first basket. There's four players on there. Um, you know, Brianna Stewart, Jewel Lloyd, I think was on there. Um, Dewana Bonner. And then there was other. And so, of course, most people picked other. I think about it showed you how many people, about 40%. I um, it ended up being Sue Bird with a three-pointer to start the game. Sue Bird. Yeah. So she's super clutch. But uh, 
slow start for the Sun, not good shooting. They got it tied back up 11-11. Uh, you went on a 7-0 run to get it tied up. Then the Storm called a timeout and went on an 8-0 run. So just uh, whoever calls more timeouts, I guess, is going to win the game. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's the deciding <laughs> factor. Uh, Yankees, Rugnet Odor on the plate, uh, at the plate, rather. Top six, two out, runners on second and third. Yankees down 7-4. Is that Kopech on the hill right there? That is Kopech. And if you want to know why I don't think the Yankees are going anywhere this year, you need not look farther than the last two at-bats in which the White Sox brought a power right-handed reliever out, uh, got a weak ground ball out of the corpse of John Carlos Stanton and a <laughs> strikeout from Luke Voigt. And now Rugnet Odor is in trouble down 0-2. So uh, they are very easy to strike out. Yeah. Um, the Andrew Heaney point from earlier, and Rugnet Odor does indeed strike out at a, at a pitch that hit his ankle almost. Um, Kopech. Very emotional about this strikeout as well. Kopech has a uh, has a man bun that I don't believe would have existed at the original Field of Dreams. Daniele, where do we stand on man buns? Can we get a ruling? <laughs> oh yeah, good call, good question. I need context. Okay, depends who basically context. is what you're so saying. So there are some yeah. there are some people who can get away. Who's with it. the guy who did Aquaman? Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason. He can do it. I don't know that guy's name, but Jay yeah, yeah. Jason also, Momoa. Jason Momoa can do anything. Polynesian in general, yeah. sure. sure. Polynesian, Samoan. But yeah. Kelly, no. No, absolutely not. Oh, that's messed up. Kelly, you can't do a man. Not even on his last day on earth. No. Kelly, I mean, like me, Aquaman, like same thing. I mean, like same build, same physique. Same you are wearing tan. blue. You did just get back yeah. from vacation. Blue. By the way, you come out of a cornfield better than Jason Momoa ever could. <laughs> Thanks, Let me just man. tell you. Oh, appreciate oh you. without Thanks, question. <laughs> You're my dude out of no, a cornfield. I, I, I think it was a great question on the man buns, and I, I'm going to agree with Danielle. Like, I think some, like, I think with some people, very like a very small percentage, it works. Yeah. Most, most not really, though. But it's a good point, Adam, that uh, back in the uh, 19 aughts, probably not a man bun thing. Uh, no, uh, yeah. no, uh, not uh, not socially socially popular, um, mm -hmm. or as we've established, uh, attractive. attractive at all. Yeah. yeah, you think someone you think someone should have said that? Hey, look, we're we're trying to we're trying to mimic, you know, shoeless Joe Jackson, the Black Sox, a certain era of baseball. Maybe lose the man bun, Kopech. No, you don't want to. Okay, fine, <laughs> Steven. I wonder if that conversation takes place with anybody. Maybe not. Whatever makes him happy. That's my new answer. <laughs> if, a, if the man bun makes you happy, wear the man bun. That's right. Wear the man bun. Um, so these football games sort of slogging along. Mac Jones uh, is is still in the game for the Patriots. He is getting a lot of reps here. And that was the plan. Cam Newton played a couple, uh, couple drives. Chase Young took care of Cam Newton in a very violent way on one play. And Mac Jones has been at the helm under center for the Patriots since. Uh, and we're halfway through, more than halfway through the third quarter now. Patriots 9, Washington 7 in that ball game right there. Checking some stats here on Mac Jones real quick uh, in this ball game. Been a, you know, again, the uh, the stat sheet won't won't tell everything. I, I think the Patriots probably pretty pretty happy with with how he is uh, dictating the action on the field right here. But Mac Jones, at least on the uh, on the stat sheet, 13 of 17 for a mere 87 yards. So hasn't really been throwing the ball down the field, that's for sure. Here's a third and four at their own 24 for Jones. Uh, and they hand the ball off, so the Patriots are letting letting you know they're quite okay with punting the football and uh, just milking the clock at this point in this ballgame. Is there an in-game under to be played? Kelly, what's the number at 16 right now, 9-7, to seven, based on that play right there? Number is... 28 and a half. Okay, while Kelly looks that up, 28 and a half, um, 
Mm. So, so flash on and off on me. Steelers, Steelers now with the ball inside the Philadelphia 10, trailing 16-14. Oh, Do you know no. who is going to potentially tank me tonight? None other than your old friend, Dwayne Haskins. Oh. 14 of 16 for 122 yards and a touchdown for Dwayne Haskins in relief of Mason Yoface. I knew they should have drafted him 15th and 20, whatever draft that was. Uh, Dwayne Haskins getting the best of Adam Candy's bet. Uh, we'll come back. We'll update all the uh, golf odds uh, from the Wyndham Championship, among other things, right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Season has kicked off. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus our best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Gil. Thank you, Danielle. Pittsburgh 21, Philadelphia 16. As Adam Candy said, Dwayne Haskins Jr., 14 of 16 for 122. A touchdown and no Jr. picks. Dwayne Haskins Jr. It's okay. Um, since I told you last night I am not a regular NFL preseason better, this is one of the smaller wagers I've placed as I dip my toe into the preseason waters and found that Dwayne Haskins uh, might just bite one of those toes off. Still the third quarter, man. You got time. Yeah, Nick Mullins came in. The very first thing he did was throw an interception. So got to live through half of Nick Mullins without Kyle Shanahan. I did notice that. Uh, By the way, Adam Candy, the voice you're hearing is that of Adam Candy, not only the finest voice in radio history, uh, but as we mentioned yesterday, uh, host of ESPN The Ocho, when when that airs on ESPN. And and all their uh, other networks there at ESPN. Um, So you're famous for that. But uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't take this moment here, because you're only with us for for a few days this time around. We were talking off air about some subjects, and you very casually throw out the phrase, you know, when I was on the Wheel of Fortune... Back in my day. I thought I had told this story at least once before. And Kelly, I would think, would be the one who might remember. Um, but, yeah. I, Do you I was, remember something? Nah. That's, that's a fine point. Uh, yeah, I, I have appeared on two game shows in my life. I have appeared on The Price is Right and on Wheel of Fortune. Did you win in either case? Did, your definition of winning is important here. Um, mm-hmm. On The Price is Right, I did get up onto the stage. Uh, I want a grandfather clock that is still in my living room. Uh, the Ridgeway Victoria 2 was worth $2,200, I'll have you know. I'm saying you could have sold it. What, you you who's buying clock? a grandfather clock from me? It's like one of those prizes where you're like, are there other options around the same price range? It, <laughs> grandfather clock. It was, it was Bob Barker and not Drew Carey. It was Bob Barker. Uh, uh, historic. I, played, I played for a car. I did not win that car. What game what did game you play? It? I played uh, a game called Spelling Bee. I don't know if anyone is familiar uh, with that, uh, in which there are 
Sounds like a nightmare. Uh, there, there are 30-odd uh, cards on the board in which you have to earn the right to turn cards around and spell out C-A-R. Uh, there are a couple of cards in there that spell out car in one word. Uh, I only guessed one of the three prizes correctly to get cards. I only had three cards. Um, my letters did not spell C-A-R. I wrote it out to the end. I had a chance to cash in for $1,500. Bob Barker referred to me on air, and I quote as, you're a gambler. <laughs> oh, did he? And that's oh, how I ended up at Veasan. There you go. No, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful story. Is there video of this? There is video. I, I have a DVD uh, of this, and then a few years later, I appeared on The Price Is Right, where I won the regular game, uh, advanced to the bonus round, and did not uh, win the bonus round. Man, I won a, a fair sum of money and a trip to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Did wow, you go? Oh, did you go cool? to Jackson Hole? Oh, I took cool. a trip to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Cool. Which was funny because I took that trip to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, about three days after returning from a work trip to Laramie, Wyoming. So <laughs> I, I felt like I was a man of the state. <laughs> I'm imagine, I haven't been to Jackson Hole, but I have to imagine it was very different from yeah, Laramie. I was going to say, they're they're really not the same either, yeah. When you got the trip to Jackson Hole, were you like, ah, oh, I just got back from No, Laramie. I literally, I, I won the trip again? to Jackson Hole and thought to myself, as a Mountain West broadcaster, I have gone to Laramie, Wyoming once a year, every year. And thankfully, when I got to Jackson, I found out, you know, slightly different. A little bit more upscale. Wait, I'm bar- we're burying <laughs> the headline here. Yeah. What compelled you to go on to these game shows? The first one? Were you taking a trip to L.A. or something? I auditioned here for uh, for Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you auditioned. I auditioned Do you have here. the audition tape? Because that I'd would be see the that. best of everything, right? Uh, no, I. Uh, I was like, I, did you have something else planned? Like, why would you do this? I grew up loving these shows. I just grew who up didn't? as someone who was, you know, and uh, even when I wasn't homesick watching The Price Is Right whenever I could. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Wheel of Fortune. I just felt like, hey, I'm I'm okay with words. I'll I'll give this a shot. Man, you're like a regular. Ron Flatter. I, oh man, if you were going to say it, I was going to. Yeah, You're like Ron Flatter Jr. So wait, the Wheel of Fortune though. You and you almost went after Pat Sajak, <laughs> right? Going, he's like, what's going on? I'm still going to participate in, in this segment, but under protest from here on out. Um, what, what would you like to know about Pat Sajak? <laughs> Ron Flatter will mention anytime he gets an opportunity, he will let you know he's been on game shows. Okay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I did not take the opportunity on yeah, air no. to talk about this. This was some casual conversation. You, you on surprised the break. us. What has, what has Ron Flatter done? Has he been on the same shows? No, Ron Flatter. Did I he believe, win a clock? I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have outprized oh. him. I'll tell you. Isaiah what. tells me weakest link. I believe that is accurate. Weakest, weakest yeah. link. I believe Flatter won about sixty G's. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he won. He won a lot. All then I did later. not outprize Ron Flatter. But Ron Flatter was like on some random '70s stuff too that I couldn't even remember what they were. But there is footage of it. And I want to see the little mean British lady telling Ron Flatter he's the weakest link. Yes. Oh, she did. I believe. <laughs> I want to see that clip. So wait, Pat Sajak. <laughs> yes. You're 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 playing in the Wheel of Fortune, yes. and oh, it can get heated at the wheel. We all know that. So there's three contestants. Do we? And uh, I'm just trying to make it dramatic, Daniel. And then, and so what? Sajak is like helping out your opponent. Okay, so here's here here's the issue. And I have to be honest, there was a little bit of karma involved in this. So, um, you go in there and they tape six episodes in a day. We were the last of the six episodes that were taping. You sit with the other contestants in a sectioned off part of the audience and watch the other games, but you know who you're going to be on with. Um, I might have been trying to employ a little bit of subterfuge uh, with the woman who I was going to be on with. Uh, mind you, we're still Facebook friends. Uh, but so it was a happy I, story. I was, I was playing a little mental game with friends. her where we were watching puzzles as they came up. And I was saying, oh, uh, you know that one, right? 
And she would get nervous and say, oh, I, I don't know. And I'd be like, oh, just wait a second. You'll get it. Uh, so I, I might have gotten a little wow. bit of payback from karma here. Wow. A little gamesmanship. As yeah. I lost the wheel, uh, the puzzle, the pu- it was the only puzzle I lost during the regular game. Uh, the answer was, it's a beautiful day. As soon as I guessed the wrong letter, I, it just came to my head. I'm like, oh, no, oh, I'm not oh, getting this one. Not getting now, the woman to next to me uh, it has been struggling. She's a little bit nervous. And she guesses a vowel. And then Pat, for no reason, decides to just tell her, oh, well, hey, there's one more vowel left if you want to <laughs> buy it. Why are you helping her? Come because on, Sajak. The vowel that's left is a U. The puzzle, it's, it's a beautiful day. As soon as the U's popped up, guess who won the trip to Grenada instead of me? It was Angela. <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. She didn't take you? Adam Candy, ladies and gentlemen. was married. Uh, oh. So. And by the way, according to Ron Flatter's Wikipedia page, yes. 80,500. 80, oh, pardon. Yes. Sold him short. Yes. 80, did you just say Ron Flatter's Wikipedia? Yes, page? I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Everything's going well tonight, folks. Adam Candy officially Swim lodging along. a protest for that segment <laughs> after it went. How can I put this astray? Uh, we'll come back. We'll update the golf odds and uh, a special note as well after the break, right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Back on Visa's Primetime Action, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Adam Candy, who's filling in for Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. Adam, you are the most interesting man in the world. Don't let anybody tell you anything junior. different. The most interesting man, Junior. <laughs> junior. Uh, Kelly, update all the scores, if you would, for us, sir. Yeah, we've got uh, in the baseball game, it is 7-4, to four, still in the bottom of the 6th now. And... Make it top of the 7th. Yeah, top of the 7th, 7-4. Seven, Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, top of the seventh there. So, yeah, let me pull up a different uh, spot for live numbers. Uh, that... you at the plate, Tyler Wade, at second, uh, one down for the Yanks. Thank you. White Sox minus 825 live. Yankees 5-1 to one if you wanted to get in there. You can get Yankees plus 2.5 at even money. And 13.5 is your live total. Uh, over in football... The Washington football team trailing the Patriots 9-7, to 15 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Um, no live numbers currently up for that game. And then the Steelers on top of the Eagles, 21-16, to 16, beginning of the fourth quarter there. Steelers, 5.5-point live favorites, 46-and-a-half uh, live total. And as they go to the fourth quarter at Foxborough uh, with that 9-7 to seven lead, Mac Jones... Uh, his line for the night thus far, 13 of 19 for just the 87 yards. He was sacked once, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, so, you know, uh, some good, some bad for Mac Jones. But I think overall looks pretty good from where we're standing anyway. But uh, they certainly have stuck with him for the entire night and uh, getting a good look at their first-round draft pick out of Alabama, that's for sure. Wyndham Championship, we're one round in. We briefly mentioned it earlier that uh, Russell Henley has a two-stroke lead over the field. Uh, Brian Stewart, who Kelly has at, uh, at 175 to 1, three shots back after the first round. And Will Zalatoris, uh, who needs to win this tournament, he's a little further down the board, that's for sure. He's, uh, I believe, six back here after the first round. Yeah. Kelly, the updated odds, uh, is there a bet you would make here? There's a couple I was just checking out the uh, uh, di different stats and putting stats for today. We got Russell Henley uh, plus four fifty, Webb, si Webb Simpson six to one, uh, Kevin Kisner. Then it drops off. Kevin Kisner twenty two to one, Chris Kirk twenty two to one, Sung J M twenty two to one, Jonathan Vegas twenty five to one. I did add him last night after the show. He after Louis withdrew, did add Jonathan Vegas, this guy I've been betting on the past uh, past few tournaments here. Plays bet much better against these softer fields. Same kind of thing with Russell Henley, though. It, it would not surprise me. Uh, Russell Henley, great approach player these past couple of years. Really, that's what he's needed to do at this at this course. But he is putting lights out, uh, which is uh, no surprise for, to see at the top here. He's not going to do that all weekend. However, his approach game is so strong, he could keep himself in contention. Uh, further down the floor, we got uh, Chris Kirk, 22-1, to Sung J.M., 22 to 1. Adam Hadwin, Michael Thompson, both at 28 to 1. Kevin Streelman, 30 to 1. Uh, EVR, 35 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, 40 to 1. Siwoo Kim, 40 to 1. There are a couple guys just looking at where you, you always talk about putting being so volatile, and this is going to be a scorer's course. So I love, we love going to look, Matt and I love going to look at some of the putting stats after these first couple rounds, see where guys are. Hideki Matsuyama, he's one under for the tournament. Uh, he lost 2.33 strokes putting to the field today. That's pretty big. And for a guy that was, he's, he was pretty far up there in my models, trying to see what, uh, 60 to one right now on a player like that. We saw guys go. We saw Russell Henley go eight under today. You know, those kind of scores are out there. That might be one that I'll look to add tonight. The other one is uh CT pan. Who's I believe right on that, right on that bubble watch of being able to get in for the 
playoffs or not. He is two under for the tournament. Lost 2.16 put, uh, strokes putting to the field today. Um, his number, if I can find it, is probably going to be pretty long. I'll have to come back with that. But those are two guys I would check out if you're looking to get in on this tournament now. Two longer shot guys that are further back that I still, that's 180 to 1 on CT Pan. Um, that's, I'm going to have to take a piece of that, I think. Um, so those are a couple guys further back I'd be interested in. Uh, but the top of the board, I mean, this is Webb Simpson. He has been. He's done no worse than third in this tournament over the past four years. It, no surprise to see him uh, where he's at. I don't believe he's even finished his round. This did get called due to uh, due to darkness out there. They had a weather delay earlier in the day. Uh, Webb Simpson did get in 500 par into the clubhouse at. Um, so he, he's a guy I definitely watch out for. I do think plus 600 on him is is fair. Uh, I was hoping he'd get a slower start. I might be able to get in on him at a better number than he went off. Uh, closed at like about round 10 to 1. Doesn't look like I'm going to have that opportunity today, but maybe tomorrow. Alright, so C.T. Pan is, is one of your finest recommendations there? C.T. Pan or, or Hideki Matsuyama I think are fine take, taking a piece of. I mean, Matsuyama he's been playing great golf uh, recently, we saw him in that playoff last weekend. Uh, you know, my 36-round model, he was second in for this tournament. Um, so the fact that he lost that many po- uh, strokes putting today and is still still one under yeah. for the tournament, only seven shots off, you never know. He could have a big, big day the next couple of days. I like that. Okay, uh, that's the Wyndham Championship. Um, this is uh, VEASAN's primetime action, Gil Alexander. Uh, here with uh, Adam Candy, who's in for Matt Brown, who's obviously a regular, but Adam has been kind enough to fill in for all of us uh, through the course of the year. Danielle Avari, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, it is a sad night for us on the show because Danielle is leaving us. And I just want to say to you, and I'm speaking on behalf, I think. Don't I'm do on, this to me, Gil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm doing this on, on, on solid ground because this is also from Matt and Kelly as well. Um, we have enjoyed every single second of doing this show with you. And I mean that every second. And you have been so much fun. You were not a better necessarily. (laughs) You dove in completely. You were so intellectually curious about everything. And the whole time you've been fun, you've been witty, you've cracked us up. You have been every bit as part of this show as any of us are. And so I just want to thank you and whatever it is that you end up doing moving forward, and you do have something to tell everybody that you are going to do. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to be the first people to help out whenever you want us to help out. So to, from all of us, we have loved you from the beginning, and we thank you for all your time here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and not li- not leaving Visa, not leaving the network, no. but, but leaving but leaving this show so we're not being lost. For Vegas. a new project. Yeah, tell, new tell, project. Us what, tell us what that is. I'm going to leave it at that for now. You know, you're not going to tell us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what she does. TBD. TBD. That's called a tease, folks. That's how you build a marketing campaign. I I want to go one step beyond here. Yeah, no, yeah. And I'd I'd like to add on, too. So, yes. I want to go one step beyond. Uh, Sports betting and sports betting media is, you know, something that still here in 2021 is sort of in its fledgling years. Mm -hmm. Although VEASAN has been around the longest of anybody. And we take great pride in that. Uh, And it's tough for females to crack the sports betting media uh, industry particularly. But what we have generally seen is a sort of, and I think, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this because this is, this is meant as a, a compliment to Danielle, 
generally speaking, we've seen a sort of cookie-cutter version of what that might look like across the sports betting media landscape. And, Danielle, you have been everything but that. You have always been yourself. <laughs> you have always been yourself. And that's what I'm – and that's, that's a compliment. You have never tried to conform to anybody else's paradigm of what that might look like. And that, to me – is the best compliment anybody could give you. I, I hope I you so take it that way. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I absolutely. And I, I think like Gil said before, I mean, this is, I've worked in TV and radio for 10 years now. This is, this show has single-handedly been my favorite project I have ever worked on. And that would not be possible for everybody, everybody who's been a part of this show, from everybody downstairs in the control room, Sean on audio here. But Danielle, I think that you brought a, a different presence to the show. When we first started it, Matt Gill and I at least had known each each other had worked each other with each other in the past and you added an aspect to this show that we didn't we didn't know how it was going to work at first to be honest and no, you not. absolutely killed it <laughs> you were amazing made helped make this show what it is and uh we're gonna do our best to carry on without you but it's oh, it's le- losing you is uh is not gonna be killing easy. me you're killing me you guys are the, the hardest part to leave for sure but I, i'm excited for what's coming next and i'm excited to include you guys in all of that um, and I'm going to miss primetime action so much. And I just so appreciate you guys and, and uh, helping me along in my sports betting learning process and everything else. Ah, well. we didn't help you. You were great on your own. You did I, all I never, never listened to Gil. No. <laughs> it's like, that should be a no run. I'm like, I'm going to do yes. Yeah, I'm going to go yes. Uh, run line she, home team, sure. You, you had no problem going oppo against me, against Andy McNeil. Famously, you crushed Andy McNeil in oppo well, hockey. Yeah. Those are some of the best moments of the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Andy McNeil street fighter graphics square off between him and Danielle. I yeah. Mean, he, she would get under his skin, Jason's skin a little bit with the yes, no run first inning. Jason, who's like the grandfather of the, uh, right. the first inning bets, just going over there. There is the there. Uh, Danielle. Oh, put that on the Andy screen. Yeah, absolutely. The show. Put that up on the screen. We need to have have that there it is that is one of the best things the VEASAN graphics department has ever put together <laughs> just artwork that is four and one like, versus the VEASAN NHL yeah, say, you, you probably need that on your wall yeah that's for my hall of fame for sure hall of fame four to after one. I think after I went up four one he's just started avoiding me yeah he, he switched his strategy right <laughs> he went from like sides to totally he's like I gotta get back in this yeah, 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 yeah. He got he got aggressive about. It. I mean, the other part that I'm just immediately thinking about, Gil, is like love zone without Danielle tomorrow oh, night. Yeah, I mean that is gonna be that is gonna be tough. I'm just gonna come off with some creepy dude who's not funny as all. Yeah, you know what Oof. I mean, like be, we oh, for that. Oh, to now you're gonna like come not off very different than usual. Because yes, before, like, yeah. even yeah. more so tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Well. um, and I meant this what I said the other day in closing. Uh, you really are irreplaceable for all the reasons Aww. that I said before. There re- you really are because uh, no one can can quite bring, I don't think, all the things that you brought to the table. So um, we will miss you, that's for sure. And, uh, again, whatever you're doing, uh, it's not obviously you're not leaving the network, as we said. Mm-hmm. We're excited for you. And, uh, yeah, you know, again, you did JVT's podcast today. We'll see where you pop up next since you don't want to be uh, real open about it. We're just, we're still working things out, Gil. We're still, you know. Daniel Alvari, ladies and gentlemen, last night here on Beeson's Primetime Action. We'll miss her. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm going to miss you guys. You're very welcome. It's all deserved. Uh, enjoy. Find me on Twitter. That's where I'll be. <laughs> That's where she'll be. We're at Danielle Avari. A-L-V-A-R-I. That's where you can check her out. Nightcap is next. Tim Murray, Sean King from Circa. Enjoy from all of us on VEASAN's Primetime Action.
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.